0: this moment for all my life, oh Lord. Can't you feel it coming in the air? Hear you. And as it fell, you rose to claim it. It was dark.
1: Are you sending me a message or a signal?
0: Until you kiss my lips and you say my hands that's strong by my knees were far too weak to stay. Okay, you want me
1: to hang this up?
2: To the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. So, today, I, as you know, I, I've been offline for two days because I've been traveling. And um, I have brought with me a guest who um, will be speaking with you and with me. I thought it would be great on this Thursday. That has been a long and excruciating week. I told you time has put concrete boots on Sunday and everyone thinks it's next week already, isn't it? Um, So I have Patrick Byrne with me. We're going to talk about everything. Now, I want to say something. I am in North Dakota and I'm visiting my daughter. As you all know, she's like a very big gamer and i have a million screens and a million things to juggle and it was just not working for me i even went and bought a mixer so i'm using her gaming equipment because even though i went to get the equipment it wasn't working so unfortunately i can't share my music with patrick but you guys can have patrick to share his beautiful voice with you so on that note, Patrick Byrne, welcome to the Tory Sess Show. We have tons of people on tons of platforms. If you guys want to get your questions in, because he's ready for Q&A, you have to come to Twitch. Unfortunately, that's where my gaming kid goes. So I'm looking at all these comments. Patrick, everyone's telling you hello. So welcome. Patrick? Patrick? I can't, I can hear you speak. Patrick? Patrick?
1: Patrick, can you hear me? I can't hear you. If you can hear me, I'm eating my oatmeal. You're telling me you can hear me. I can't hear you, Tori. Away. (laughs) I can see your text, but I'm not hearing your voice. Well, why don't you send me a text as to what you want me to talk about, and I'll talk for a few minutes. Okay, so,
2: hey, Patrick, no, just take, take the floor. Take the floor. Go.
1: Take the floor. What do people... Well, hello, fans of Tori Says, and anyone who listens to this show, uh, you are at the leading edge of the leading edge. I'm not sure that Tori and I agree with uh, with, uh, with all of her stuff, but I know that Tori is a time traveler and knows, <laughs> knows remarkable things. Um, well, what do you think people want to hear about uh, to begin with, Tori? Give me a, a one word or two a couple words. Election, well, obviously election fraud, but you want to hear about the Arizona Audit. You want to hear about these audits in general? The uh, So because we know this all has to be forensically secure, I can't really be too close to any of these audits that are bubbling up. There are multiple audits bubbling up. Some of them have been announced and some not. Uh, okay. I know the people who get called basically as these politicians start saying, OK, we want an audit. They need someone to call and say, "What's an audit exactly? What which sh- what should we be auditing?"
2: Okay. And
1: at this point, I know the people that can give very detailed answers to that and how the template of what the audit is, and it's informed by the kind of messiahs that we're we're learning, right? Uh, <laughs> that we're learning about. So, uh, so I want you to know I don't want to claim any special inside knowledge. Uh, on what's going on in Arizona, but I have paid attention and they really do keep me, you know, like Chinese wall. There's several Chinese walls between me and anybody who's actually involved in the it. Um, uh, somebody pointed out to me recently, my book is dedicated to, my book, The Deep Rig is dedicated to, this, to cyber ninjas who help in this. I use the expression in the book, cyber ninjas synonymously with the expression dolphin speakers, or techno geeks or anything like that. Uh, I did. Not, I was not aware when I wrote and published the book in February that there was actually a company somewhere uh, called Cyber Ninjas. So my apologies to them. And this fellow who runs it, Doug Logan, who is the head of it, is. Uh, we did not know each other before the election. After the election, a couple months after the election, we crossed paths a couple times and shook hands and had a couple minutes together, but not. He's not part of the crew that I was referring to when I talked about my cyber ninjas, the colleagues, my the dolphin speakers, and all that stuff. So I thought I'd make that clear because there's somebody, Will Summers from some publication, The Daily Beast, is writing on this. So I wanted to get that out there. Uh, so all that said, what's going on? Uh, In Arizona is the bad guys are trying to cover their tracks. Let's remember that when the Senate of Arizona subpoenaed these things from the Maricopa County Board of Elections, that board took the unusual step. Up until then, that board had been all cooperation. Oh, we'll help you out. Of course, we're completely open. We got nothing to hide. Words, words, words. So the Senate said, okay, we want under oath answers to these questions and these things delivered. The Maricopa County Board went into tortoise mode and they fought subpoenas in the court system and it took two judicial rulings before the maricopa county board of elections had to acknowledge it does not rule by the divine grace of god uh it rules you know (laughs) anyway that it had to answer the senate's subpoena it turns out so it turns out that at that point the next day some dumpster divers found i see some questions coming in so i'll start uh, let me let me just wrap up the background when uh the next day some dumpster divers in the back of merit when they when they finally got told they have to comply with a a subpoena the next day uh dumpster divers found bags of shredded 2020 ballots behind the baricopa county uh board of elections and one of the members of the board of elections who lives on a ranch outside of phoenix flew uh, that night, had a fire out at his ranch that got out of control, and he had to call the fire engines for it. it. was by his barn. So, you know, you don't have to be a genius to connect all these dots. Turns out that they delivered. So when they finally had to comply, they delivered the, the machinery and the, the equipment and the notes and everything, but they've totally reneged on any obligation to have a chain of title. They have provided the chain of title from the Maricopa County Board of Elections to the stadium where this stuff is all now getting audited, but the whole background on all the precincts and vote boxes and everything, that chain of title from them up to the Maricopa County Board of Elections is all missing. Hmm. Uh, so that's, that's what's going on with Arizona. Now let me start reading these questions from user. What happens once the truth comes out about the elections being corrupt? Will this change anything? Yes, it will. And there's a couple of different ways it's gonna change things. One, the Supreme Court could stand up and act on their own, but different kinds of lawsuits become viable various lawsuits we challenge, everything Joe Biden signs becomes challengeable as uh, because he may be an an imposter uh, office holder. So you can there becomes all kinds of federal lawsuits become possible to gum everything up. Mm. In addition, maybe the states start uh, realizing they have obligations here, too. Uh, and maybe the Supreme Court does something. So we, yeah, things will change. And I don't think this is 18 months off. I think we're weeks off. This is all, what's also happening is all kinds of other places. You know, we, we saw Wisconsin just wants a statewide election. People in era, in uh, Georgia, now prominent politicians are calling for a statewide election. There are other states. It may happen through referendum, referenda, which is would be wonderful because then no one can block it. Um, but these are just going and this of course happened in New Hampshire. So these are just percolating up. What you're seeing in Arizona is the first bubble that percolated up, but there's a lot of other bubbles in the swamp there percolating up. Okay. Next question. Does anyone know about the planes that are flying over the audit, hacking cell phone towers? Also saw flying over on the night of the election. Cessnas with some type of box that DOJ FBI has also been using all over the U S. Well, what we know is that there are planes. It's a... Uh, what is the plane? Was it a Cessna? Uh, it was a very specific plane that is used in uh, reconnaissance. And I had people who know about these things check into and come back. They also said, be aware of that corridor, that intersection, within a mile of this stadium or half a mile, is a major cartel smuggling channel uh, corridor. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of reasons for the United States government to have planes flying in figure eight circles over that intersection. When they do it directly over the stadium, that's a little goofier. Okay, um, next question. Tori says, okay, hi, Patrick. Curious to know if and when the higher-ups are going to put us all in gulags. How similar is the cancel culture to the Chinese Karens? Also, can either of you tell us your thoughts on the Colonial Pipeline power grid? Good questions. Uh, I think this summer is when they're going to start trying to round up people for FEMA camps. Um, I think they're going to go full goon this summer. This doesn't hold for them. This doesn't hold for them for 18 months, and they know it. And unlike Trump, who had enough, too much respect that he wouldn't even try to do what I've explained, I think he should have done, which is to send in federal forces to look in those six counties and open the ballot boxes in those six places. And if everything was hunky-dory, resign. If they weren't, if he found hundreds of thousands of discrepancies, which I know he would, Then we got it. So that was that's what I wanted. He was too respect. He was so respectful of any possible suggestion of a coup or any military. This and that. He did not take that route, which would have been, I think, the right route. Uh, But I understood he had a lot of pressures, and everyone should also remember to get off the back. They got seventy-five. He's got family, and who knows what pressures he was under. However, those, uh, uh, those same niceties will not be observed by the Democrats, in part because they have information dominance in the legacy media. And so they will go ahead with full goon tactics, and it will all be posted as stopping extremism. Uh, You know, the DOD just launched a 90-day review of extremism. You know, I don't know about you, how many David Dukes have you met in your life? I've met two and I've met sort of three or four Archie bunkers. So I agree there's racism out there and it exists, but this is all a witch hunt. This thing about we're going after extremism and white nationalism and this and that, we got to rid our society. This is all a great big witch hunt in order to institute tech, you know, authoritarian state. So I think this summer we have to start worrying about FEMA camps uh, or after 90 days, the DODs, the, the, the DOD just started a 90 day review. They'll strip their ranks of anyone who they count as an extremist. And then, which is anyone who won't take the order to fire on American civilians, and then maybe they start using the 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 uh, military against the population. I think that's probably it. I think an extremist will be considered anyone who will consider. You know, every, this we're living in a in a bizarre world. Everything's backwards. Everything's Orwellian. They are the extremists. We're the normies. They these people are the extremists, and they want a military that they can turn against the civilians. Uh, and they've, they've sprinkled the, the top of the military. Fortunately, uh, they've sprinkled the top of the military with a bunch of people who see things their way, but the military, I believe, still has enough people that they will not go along with this. Okay. Um, so
2: um, I just... Uh,
1: the cancel culture is very similar to the Chinese mm-hmm. Karen's. I spent 83, 84 in China, and I'm, I really am conflicted here because I've always counted China... As is great, you know. I speak Chinese, and I spent my student days there, and I was in the first wave of foreign students and such. So I have this tremendous respect for the Chinese, and even there are, you know, there are things that Mao did, you know, that you got to tip your hat to. I took life expectancy from 38 to 65 in two generations or something. But this is this is this this is subversion. What they're up to is a long plan to take us down. A food on uh, anyway. Fudan University, you should look this up yesterday, a professor from Fudan University came out and confirmed exactly what my so-called conspiracy theory is, that this is all a Chinese psyop, and that he said that China won the biology war of 2020, and it's a new app. Epic, and we have taken down the United States, in very aggressive language. So they, but so what's coming for us? And what I experienced in China is: think of the most busybody Karen's you met over the last years. Now imagine, you know, bit, mediocrities who don't, but who just don't really have much going for them themselves. But they take pride in you know they going around and they're bossing around strangers and calling strangers out. Shit. Now imagine one of them sitting on the board of every company. Uh the, one of them that, you know, having those people all around you, policing you all the time. You walk down the street. When I was 83, 84, I'd walk down the street in time. There'd be those kinds of women on a Friday afternoon. If You made the mistake of once I walked escorting a young woman that was a, a Chinese woman, the only Chinese gal I met when I was there. and wasn't even really holding hands, but we walked down the street together. And she got a letter sent to her Don Wei, her unit, you know, the third Beijing ball bearing factory or something. And she had to get up on Friday afternoon in front of a bunch of Karens and defend herself. Not defend herself. She had to do a self peeping, a self-criticism that explains, I understand how I shouldn't walk with, be seen with reactionary, you know, foreign devils and that kind of stuff. So imagine Karens running your life like that. That's what's coming for you. Uh, and the cancer, and you're just getting a taste of it with this cancel culture. These, the fact that these people aren't even ashamed of themselves tell you, um, everything you need to know about them. Okay. Uh, hang on. I'm going to scroll back. Keep rolling over the questions. Yeah. Um, okay.
2: While he's rolling back, cause I'm I think going to try he one more time me. to get
1: Tori's voice. Going. I
2: think, I think, I think I have Patrick muted him
1: off, but I don't have you m- muted Tori. Damn. Okay, stand by a second. Yeah, um,
2: I think he muted me. <laughs>
1: there were other about the Karens, the Karens, the Chinese Karens. Can you I'm tell so? us your thought on the colonial pipeline or power grid? Uh, my thoughts are the five million dollars. What they do is they're letting us off easy, but they were showing that was to demo a lot of these blackmail through cyber. Are they let people off for surprisingly low amounts, much much lower than might ultimately be. Someone would be someone would be willing to pay, um, and I think it's a way of showing. It's a signal as well as yeah, we got you to pay five million. When you, when you, the first rule of blackmail, when you blackmail so, someone, is, is you get them to pay something small that they think they can. Well, yeah, I don't want to pay blackmail. I don't want to step over that line. But it's, it's I don't want to go to war over this amount. I can so Colonial could afford the five million, but then the next time the blackmailer comes, it's for something much, much higher. And you've already gotten yourself over that first over the, the principled objection. So I think that that's the the nature of the dynamic that's coming us through colonial. Um, okay, moving on. Let me know if I can hear you. Did you yeah, mute me no, no. check he to see if you muted me. me, I can see my audio with you, but you can't hear me. I will start yes. talking now. Yes, I am. No, Tori, I'm Stand by a second. I'm going to answer two more questions, then I see Tori sent me some other texts of another method I can try. Let me answer two more questions, then I will go to them. Question, what about the South Korean jet flying into Sky Harbor with pallets or something that Ryan Hertwig issued? Well, I was in Washington, D.C. at the time, and I can tell you that there were federal authorities at the time who checked into it and came back and said it came up empty. I later learned that not all federal authorities, even at that level, were to be trusted. So, And since then, I've learned that n- no, it may actually be uh, have been good information and active. So you now know everything I know. I've had a mismatch of inputs on that, and I don't know what to believe. Um, but there there are people whom I respect who say that's a real story. Question. Do you know what's with the railways, trains? Many of the Biden regime's detrimental American actions and policies seem to tie into the railway system. Too many for coincidence. I don't know the details. I know that they tend to favor railways because of environmental factor, factors. Tori, is, uh, is, is that what the person is talking about? Now, I'm going to slip yes. off and try one of these other tech stories. Yes.
2: Well, okay, guys. So I, I think that Patrick possibly- Okay, I'm going to
1: slip me. off. I'm going to hang up and join through another channel.
2: No, no, you're not going to join through another channel. <laughs> this is just so bad, you guys, because this is such a big gaming platform. Just, um, it's so incredible. Just rejoin. <laughs> I think that'll work. Um, he's incredible and a wealth of knowledge. I mean, I absolutely adore him. Uh, in regards to the questions that you guys put forward, I just wanted to say, um, uh, in The railways and the trains have always been a fix for the Democrats. This is where you can move product, that means oil, uh, any commodity, including humans, um, via railway and trains and cars in general uh, with little to no detection. If you understand, the railways are very highly dominated with unions, and unions are in charge of uh, almost everything we do. And this is uh, something that I've seen through the Hunter Biden laptop. I've seen through the Hunter Biden laptop uh, this in that effect. Patrick, can you hear me now?
1: Yes, I can. Can you hear me? That's fabulous.
2: Yes. Oh, my gosh. We're both on. So I think that you had put a setting that possibly muted me. um, And it's not your fault. It was me trying to mishmash. And it's a different system. So that's fine. I mean, I was listening and I wanted to comment on the gulags thing. But let me ask you a question. In regards to the Chinese Karens, I mean, we're seeing that perpetuate across our nation right now, this Karen mentality, um, which is identical to that of, you know, Hitler. I mean, there's the left calling us Hitler, but they're doing all these actions like either wear your mask or, you know, or you better get vaxxed or the latest one where uh, Biden said, people that, you know, aren't getting vaccinated are going to pay for it. Like what do you have to say to that? I for me, I'm thinking, wait a minute, are we in the twilight zone this is America? They don't do that. What do you have to say on that?
1: Well, I think you just have to remember, don't let these goons bluff you. It's their world is upside down. They are the fascists. Fascism is a phenomenon of the left. Mussolini was a fascist, was a socialist. Mussolini was a socialist who after fighting in World War 1 he was a particular type of socialist called a syndicalist. And after World War One, he added this new nationalist uh, flavoring, but it was still a socialist way of organizing the world. And that the fact that he later jailed socialists mm. was just... So, so fascism is a phenomenon of socialism. And that's what we're experiencing. Stand up for your free rights. We have built the America project that is the mechanism. I thought it was retired. I need this like a hole in the head, but we built something... Uh, there's an organization that has been founded called the American Project, which I am leading at the request of uh, uh, well, uh, America.
2: uh, The request and the behest and for and and by the people. There's also
1: a certain three-star general of whom I deeply admire who imposed on me to do this with my date retirement and a man I deeply admire and that, that everybody knows his name. And, uh, and I'm, and so we've stood up this organization It's for folks like you as an organization. I'm covering all the operating costs. So people know that when they send money, it's going to good things. So for example, one might consider you've this wonderful thing going on in Maricopa. I can tell you the people there on the ground there have been on a first name basis with me since about November fifth, and you can and they may or may not want to tell you we've we've tried to be financially I've tried to be personally financially supported from November fifth, in all these grassroots things getting them until the fires got burning now they're burning, it's beyond me but the America Project, and I'm covering all the operating expenses so money that comes in is going directly to fund operations that are that are helping get the message out and, and stop so this.
2: Patrick down in Maricopa County there's this guy right who was like heading the whole election thing um, that is a really big concern I think for a lot of people, this guy named Adrian Fontes. You've heard of him, right?
1: Was he the Dominion guy, or was he? Well, actually- he's
2: the guy that was part of the stay-at-home and vote. Um, he was he was elected onto the election commission with the same type of voting that we saw where slow votes kind of been counting, not really, right? It's right. he's one of those creepy characters. Now, he's a progressive and he and he identifies as a Democrat, but I've got evidence on this guy where he's posing with um, McCain with john mccain uh taking pictures he was also part of the fast and furious issue um he was the one that uh is leading the whole destruction of ballots you know in 2018 and he was still on the board in 2020 did you know that the no. Arizona GOP had complained about him in 2018, saying that he destroyed ballots. He alleged that the Maricopa County recorder, Adrian Fontes, deliberately destroyed evidence, cover up voting irregularities. This is 2018. And this guy was the uh, Maricopa County recorder in 2020 as well. This guy has been in, enthralled in fast and furious um operation fast and furious the straw of the buyers he was actually part of it it says when the operation listen to this when the operation fast and furious indictment was announced back in january it was depicted as a big bust 20 suspects were charged with conspiracy money money laundering etc etc a straw buyer is usually a kid 18 to 25 Who needs a couple hundred extra bucks and who knows somebody who knows somebody that makes his way to make a couple of extra bucks, says Adrian Fontes, an attorney for the accused ringleader of this operation. So the guy who is the county recorder that has already been blamed for destroying ballots in Maricopa County in 2018 is also the county recorder in 2020 and just so happened to be the lawyer, you know, defending the ringleader of this, uh, you know, operation. for yeah, all that was, kinds of – Fast and Furious. This is crazy
1: stuff. There's all kinds of stuff strung uh, – Strung around. I know. I don't want to use any names, but you know that one of those dolphin speakers of my consort, uh, or with whom I consort, is he does this kind of work too, and he's turned up all kinds of stuff on the guys in. In oh, Georgia. are we talking
2: about the one that 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 I talk with too? I know it. Yes. Yeah, you know we're him. working on on this. Yeah. yeah. And he
1: tells me about yeah. people taking leaves of absence from Dominion and going and running the voting operation in. Such and such and such and such and it's just kind of amazing to tie in. This, this one company is subverted the national elect- Well, I, I shouldn't say that because I international. actually don't know. Okay. I say
2: international. You could say whatever I say international. Yeah, I don't care. The facts
1: they- are going to speak for themselves when, because it's all going to come out in discovery, and then we'll know for sure.
2: Well, what do you think we should we should be expecting? I mean, we obviously know funny business has happened, right? Or else we wouldn't be doing this. Now, given everything that's coming out of Arizona, we've got Wisconsin now and Michigan back onto the table you know this is a this is a really big deal people are like oh does that undo the election i think there's a different process to actually get stuff done once um you know fraud is discovered i mean would you like to walk them through what uh may happen in the case that we do determine uh you know unquestionable fraud in our 2020 elections
1: well Sure. The it could play out a number of ways. It gives rise to lots of different people who could file lawsuits. There might be attorney generals who file lawsuits. There might be who knows, maybe a candidate, maybe a losing candidate in some federal election files a lawsuit it using this kind of evidence. The quo
2: dose, yeah.
1: And I'm talking could be very, very high-level federal mm-hmm. elected officials. Yeah. Officials or state's attorney general or I think what is a sort of a four yard and a cloud of dust way is as this stuff materializes and materializes, the state, uh, the states should withdraw their electors at some point, a few states are, you know, with, with the stuff going on in Arizona, as this can keep servicing, the state legislature of Arizona should withdraw their electors. They withdraw their electors. A couple other states do that. Now you have nobody, uh, now you have no nobody had 200 a majority of electoral votes now you know if i think there's three states that if they change if they just withdraw their electors they don't have to switch or anything but if they realize that they have no business making any claims about how their population voted because there's so much mesh can you translate the yiddish for our friends or the hebrew What's (laughs) what's meshigas
2: <laughs> so much rubbish and funny business
1: right so much craziness <laughs> meshigas i was always the meshigana goy friend of the all my jewish friends i was always the meshigana Goy. some of these meshigana ones just crazy uh, so the meshigas is crazy so meshigas this at some point arizona georgia and wisconsin have every right to say we really i mean not every right they really have a duty to say to tell the truth and say we have no idea who our population chose for president? We have no. With this much craziness, we can't unscramble this egg. They don't have to go so far as to say we see that Trump really won. They just have to say this egg, this uh, egg can't be unscrambled. This election we now see was so much cheating and so compromised. We have no idea. Who who are people voted for? Uh, who are people voted for? Which would be a true state that would be finally telling the truth. They yeah, because it r-
2: wasn't just President Trump that was elected. There were a bunch of other people on those ballots. So you know, it doesn't. You know, we shouldn't be focusing just on the president because there were so many other elections that happened.
1: Yeah, we think at the same time seats. We think that the Republicans probably have a twenty-five to thirty-seat majority in the House and a several seat majority in the Senate and that they're they're getting cheated, they got cheated two house seats in Nevada, four in Virginia, that's happening all over the country. Happening all, and here's the scary thing, the data is showing that it all started in 2004 at a small scale. We now have data that is incontrovertible. Mike Lindell is telling the truth and there has been rigging going on of an industrial level but they've been like one congressional seat, one guy over another, just very, very small scale. Twenty twenty, they went for the whole thing and took the country. But s- somebody has been changing our elections since oh four. They've been slowly shifting the country to oh four, and we have the data that supports that.
2: Well, um, you know, speaking of you know data collection and data loss and election hacking, you and I have had this conversation where you know I've, I've, and I've told my audience many times that this this election. Um, you know theft debacle uh, was a byproduct of actually a data heist and I had explained to my listeners last week how it happened from east to west and then they shipped it off coast which under what I understand is uh, went off to Taiwan and then off to budapest and then uh, ending in germany and this is a mass data heist and this is probably why servers were hung the one thing that was very curious from the get-go was that alaska took over a week to count their ballots because it stalled at about 40 percent right not that there was a question that there was any way that biden would win there like that would be nuts right that's where someone would be like stop this is like Something's fishy, right?
1: That's like him winning yeah. Antrim County, Michigan.
2: <laughs> just say, it's oh, like, wait, he
1: did win Antrim Wait,
2: no, but you can't, you know, he can't, the Democrats never win Alaska. But anyway, here's the funny thing is, we mentioned it last week, we talk about it, and then what happens in Alaska? Well, apparently Alaska got hacked. Uh, uh, They announced that suddenly uh, DHSS said that their public website, the state of Alaska vital record system, background check system, child care providers, case management, health care, Sage, Yoda, which is youth offender, gems for electronic management system, uh, everything that you could think of, DHSS, uh, epidemiological websites that they have, they were all hacked. They took all of that down. Just after we mentioned that, you know, this seems like they were using the undersea water cables to push all this data because this is mass collection. Imagine, you know, having every single bit of information on every citizen. This falls in line with a report that um, we did with Millie Weaver I think it was 2019, talking about uh, smart cities. It was during the 2019 elections that it was put together, where the smart city initiative is to have every single individual's data from their, you know, social media, healthcare, educational records, criminal records, deeds, you name it, they have it, so that way they can understand the voter better, uh, so that way they know how they vote, and then they can ultimately just kind of. Push their votes through the internet. That's the idea that the smart city network in Europe, based on um, Seidel and Dominion Enterprises and other companies, have been striving for. So,
1: I don't know anything about the stuff you've just been saying. Right, but having
2: well, I'm I'm just telling you this is a smart city initiative. That
1: I think any technology between you and your vote is at this point a mistake, because everything can be hacked. If it has a power cord, it can can be be hacked. hacked. So this idea that this technology could be built and that this is and be foolproof is false. The most, unless with a possible exception of a blockchain-based system. But setting that aside, all this has to return to paper. This is the most fundamental act of our democracy. I think what has to happen is the Supreme Court is, might get nudged by a piece of news to actually do something and what they really should do is just appoint a special master and and with a special master in about one week enough can be uh, digested with this with the special master that they have no choice and then what they really should do is a, a demand a 60 day full federal national election with paper run by the National Guard and or something like that run by some entity we can all trust and i do not trust the eac we don't trust we don't or you know it can be the national Guard in each state or okay or if it's or if it's or run it the way we do now but we're going to have republican ob, republican observers and republican workers and we're going to they're just not going to and it's going to be on paper and ids and and i'll you know the supreme court needs to work
2: fundamentals
1: real election and what we're going to discover is I think we as a country are about 10 points to the right of where we have evolved over the last 16 years. And I think we're going to discover we're 58 steps to the right of the goons who have just cheated their way into power. I think that's what we're going to learn. Or I could be wrong. Maybe yes, maybe no. Let's open the ballot boxes in six counties and see. You know, we're, we're about to go to civil, I hope to God not, but we're, we're, I don't even want to say the words, but there are countries in deep shit. We get out of this. We open six. We could send the National Guard and open ballot boxes in six counties. Count them on live stream TV. Three days. This three days. This whole thing would be resolved. If they're right, hey, I'll pack. I'll if those six counties, I will. I will eat those ballot boxes if they tally. First of all, uh, but. <laughs> If they open those up and they, I will eat those ballots, but open them up and do that. And if I'm wrong, all of us, I will lead the effort of saying, everybody's got to go home, accept this result. This was fair. We were wrong. I will lead that. We could have it done by Saturday, but why is it that we're in May and these guys are fighting t- toes, and fingernails about any exposure, any transparency, any, you know, anyone, but their select little gook goons having access to any of this it's because they're they got caught their hands in the cooking jar and they know it. voting is secret voting is secret but counting is should be transparent can i can i can i respond to that for a second because i know the feds i was told in 06 and 07 i got all this happy horseshit from federal authorities too along the same lines that the role of the sec is Mm -hmm. to uh to preserve and protect the full faith and confidence of the american people in the capital markets, and I got in this argument one day, saying, "Well, the mission, the mission, you're supposed to protect the to have the full faith and confidence. The way that you're supposed to do that is to have this the sim system to actually have integrity. You're not supposed to get it mad at people like me who doubt that. That's not the way you're supposed to preserve the public confidence.
2: Right, right. <laughs> but I
1: literally had that argument with a SEC person one day who. Who upbraided me for the same reason? That it was so. These people are saying that what we're doing is wrong because it undermines confidence. Well, the way the way to have confidence is to have transparency in the in the vote counting. That's that's how we'll give them. We'll give them. A, we'll give them all the support and everything they need once we have transparency in the vote counting. And there transparency should be secrecy. Secrecy in the voting, but transparency in the counting.
2: Yeah, well, there should be secrecy in the voting, correct? Because people don't like to be, you know, hunted down for their the way they vote or how they vote. Um, but, yes, in the counting, they should have the books wide open, and they refuse that. Um, you did, when I was um, having audio difficulties with you, you did mention something on the FEMA camps. And the chat has been going crazy. Wait a minute, you just drop it. Now, I want to tell you something, and I want you to kind of just – listen to this so while i was traveling i got an article from life site news you know that talks about pro-life abortion and stuff like that right? right now apparently wisconsin is the 20th state to legalize the practice of something called water cremation do you know what water cremation is the practice of liquefying dead people and harvesting the sewage you know that comes from them as bio sludge so you can use it for fertilizer rather than poop and Mm. so wisconsin has now just done that now i find this a little bit terrifying i'll tell you why there's a rule unwritten rule within the united states that if over what is it 20 is it 21 states or 22 states it gets tickled to become federal law right um you know this is why the red flag laws we were like we want it low on states and stuff like that the question that i have for you is why would a state create a law that says we should be allowed to liquefy remains of human beings so that we can use that for agriculture now you might say well there might be some practice of that I don't know any religious practice I mean there's cremation by fire and burying right um well, I've never the heard seeds. about yeah the
1: Native Americans bury you at the top of the tree they put Okay you on the branches but it do
2: you bruises. hear about liquefying and then using them as the question is is are they expecting some mass death that they want to make use of the bodies for fertilizer like this is freaky stuff like I I'm just that saying like who had the idea in Wisconsin yeah sounds like a great idea let's put out a law that says it's it's okay to liquefy human remains for fertilizer I mean that Corey, sounds crazy
1: tori my dear this may be one of those few few moments where you might be being a little bit more paranoid uh because i remember a couple years ago reading about this about people who want real environmentalists Mm want this they want to be returned to nature and that's who's behind this they want right
2: the whole planting of the tree with the body right that's what you're talking about because i actually thought that was a wicked idea right that's a idea. yeah i don't know
1: that one what's that they- well
2: they say that instead of like burying you they bury you in like this with a seed so you are actually you grow into a
1: tree I kind of like that.
2: I know, right? I found that really sexy and hot. I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. But this isn't that. This is taking a lot of human bodies, liquefying them, and then spraying them all over soybeans, lettuce, and carrots and shit. Yeah. So it's like, well, hold on a second. Why let's let's pretend that that's something that people think is a good thing, right? That that it would be good fertilizer. We know that all carcasses are great fertilizers for agriculture. But what would possess someone in any state, and I'm shocked to see that 20 have done this, to say let's all sit down and create a law that says it's totally legal to liquefy human remains. Cuz I'm like, you know, we don't even have bodies donated to science, let alone say, yeah, sure, why don't you just spread that soybean field out in my montana because that's what's up
1: the question well, is give, would why would are they, they doing it give their organs to science first. before that but here's a, and it's odd because we have enough biomaterial we don't need human bodies where there's enough biomass it is odd and it reminds me of remember bovine encephalitis mad cow disease mm-hmm, bce mm-hmm. Bose, bovines uh, well that about came that about because They decided to increase the protein content of the feed for cows. They would after they after they slaughter one cow and they take everything off it that they can, they take the rest, they grind it down into dust and mix it with corn feed. So you're essentially turning cows into cannibals. You're turning a an herbivore into a cannibal. And that turned out not to work so well because there turned out to be a type of thing called a prion. You probably know what a prion is.
2: Yeah, I've talked about it on my show many times, especially when COVID hit, I was telling people about prions.
1: And that survives much higher temperatures than than bacteria Hmm. does and this, that. So it turns out that you were passing on, It it survives the grinding process in the meal. And so as you feed one cow to another, if one cow had that encephalitis, it, goes on to the next cow and that's how we were getting mad cow disease but i remember when that happened i always had to i always asked or thought didn't it didn't occur to somebody didn't somebody have some natural instinct that gee taking an herbivore and turning into not just consuming animal meat animal protein but but yeah a cannibal yeah that just seems like a crime that somebody would have another enough sense that that's not what mother nature really thinks is good well similarly i would say the same thing goes for turning us into waste and putting us on plants for other human species
2: yeah it's, it's just a you know prions this is a big thing there's kuru right we we see this in mm-hmm. aboriginal tribes where they yeah. practice cannibalism prions are basically misfolded proteins right. so you can try all you want to fix it it's not going to work right mm-hmm. and then you get like these pitted brains um and it's kind of like Alzheimer's, is a tangled protein right so this is why you get alzheimer's because you get tau protein Proteins in like these tangles and they can't move that's basically what happens i mean i'm trying to give like a visual so people understand it under the microscope that's what they look like they're called actually tau tangles so prions are misfolded proteins that's like from someone consuming itself obviously i don't know spreading humans on plants would that be considered you know cannibalism as it's being used for fertilizer i don't know but the question that i have which is mind-boggling is why did anyone in Wisconsin now in 2021 sit down and say, this is a great idea. We need to put this into law. And the well, question is, 20 states of, this that are doing it. This could be just a
1: bunch of Greens who think that this is the way to handle something or other. This could be a bunch of Greens. So it may not be a, a John Brennan conspiracy. Believe it or not, not everything, Tory. I know we both think John Brennan's done a lot, but I don't. Oh,
2: might. no, I'm not saying this is John Brennan. This is complete evil. OK, it for me, yeah, awful. 20 states to get on board. I like I can't wait tonight to sit down and figure out the rest of these 19 states, which they are like well, Wisconsin say, just did it.
1: What would you say to the environmentalist who says, I just want to be returned to nature? And to Plant the...
2: yourself as a tree. They have programs like that.
1: Yeah. Uh. That's right. actually pretty
2: good. Yeah, I think that was pretty good too. I was like, damn, I'd be a great tree. I could. I know I we still have property from eons within my family in Greece. So I was like, plant me there. I'll be an olive tree. Uh, you know, <laughs> a new one in the field. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good idea. But liquefying human remains, two questions pop up. One, who the heck thought it was a good idea and what was the thought? Because there's obviously some kind of – discussion that happens in order for someone to be motivated to do something. You don't just wake up in the morning and say, I think liquefying human beings is a great idea. Let's do it, right?
1: And spreading it. Yeah, I
2: know. Nobody does that. So that's number one. Number two is, are they expecting some mass depopulation and they want to – you know, not leave a crisis, go to waste and maybe have a process in order so that people don't freak out and say, Oh, look, it's already law. We're good. You know,
1: food that was grown without his fertilizer.
2: Um, no, uh, preferably if I could pick uh, a, f- like a food group, like I had, I'd be a pescat. I love fish like crazy. So, pescatarian, right? Is fishy people. Right. I can live off fish for like forever. I'm the person that I could be out by the beach, and you could be sitting there fishing. I'll dive down there, and I'll just sucking on sea urchins, right? Um, I'm I love fish. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I I I I really don't. I don't think I would eat food that had human fertilizer used. I don't know. Would you? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. I don't know. It's like, yeah, that that really triggered me a bit. It was I, I wanted to pick your brain on it because, you know, when when things like this comes into the news, I, the one thing that I like to think about is, OK, what prompted this response? Right. What prompted some the state legislature of Wisconsin to say, hey, guys, I think it's a great idea, especially now with people panicking about covid to put this shit together and say, all right, let's um, make humans fertilizer. That's that's the question. That's I, a good
1: Yeah, I don't have any knowledge on that subject. Yeah,
2: no, I just thought I I I'd, I'd um tickle your brain with that because it's it's pretty interesting. Now, I have Washington
1: State became the first to do it. It was 2 Stop. years ago.
2: So it's recent. So this is a recent push. That's even freakier, okay? Let's yep. just get this That's that's even freakier. So Wisconsin just did theirs. So Washington State led the way. That's freaky, okay? Why? Yeah, well, they, well, it's recent. Like, if you would tell me it happened over decades, I'd be like, all right, maybe they were bored and saw other states doing something, and maybe someone had the discussion. But if you're telling me 19 states in 24 months, that's a pretty quick move. It's a
1: it's a group called the Urban Death Project. What? And the Katrina Spade. Look her up in the New York Times. She's here monitoring the temperature of a mound of wood chips that contain a human body. Oh my gosh.
0: Hmm.
1: Environmental, oh my gosh. yeah, she's an environmental activist from Seattle. Human oh decomposting.
2: Oh my gosh. I don't know. How does she get, okay, how does a person that comes up with such a morbid idea get it done within 24 months? She's got well, to be- have a lot yeah. of money behind her.
1: Because they were doing it with dairy and dairy farms. A third of dairy farms compost the bodies of dead livestock. And they just went from, well, if you can do it with a cow, why not a human?
2: So she's got, okay, so 24 months, 20 states. That's That's one state a month. That's pretty quick, right? And yep. that's pretty quick. That's more than one state a month because you know, preliminaries, what wow! So that means she's got a lot of money, this is happening fast. And she's working with the cow farm. It's funny because we've been discussing this whole national agriculture biodefense unit that's opening up in 2020 in uh, Wuhatan, well, Manhattan, Kansas. We call it Wuhatan, uh, which is going to be studying foot and mouth disease of cows and human contagious diseases with no cure in the middle of the beef belt. So it's funny how the cows are coming into focus here again. Um, That's really scary. Think about it. 24 months, 20 states. I mean, who's funding this? This is wow, that's crazy. See, I didn't even look into it. I just oh, thought actually, I'd ask you. because
1: it generates, because the compost has such value, you can reduce the price of a barrel to to 2,500 bucks. Anyway, well, what? let's go on to something that has to yeah. do with elections. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Wow. That was that's fascinating, isn't it? All right. So we have a question about the elections. So, we're seeing that a lot of things are happening in in Arizona. What's happening right now? Like what can you tell us is happening right now? Right
1: now everybody's taking the week off because the stadium is being used for some high school graduations. Everything was locked up and sealed. The other side is schizophrenic. On the one hand, they're they're saying things like so, the kinds of things that have been happening to that they create complaints. They came out, you know, they they Somebody saw one – oh, I guess as they were getting set up in the stadium, some journalist, activist, or somebody was able to sneak in a side door. And they got inside – well, actually, they snuck in – or they were in, and they got ejected because they were identified. Then another time, they snuck in the side door. They were in for like 10 seconds, and they got confronted. Well, all these stories appeared. The stadium's not secure. Open entrance ballots are in well, the ballots hadn't even shown up. The machines hadn't even shown up. And you can go back a few weeks and see those headlines, and they all excluded that fact. They all, they all ran stories about how the stadium was insecure because this journalist was able to sneak in. They left out that he sne- snuck in for 10 seconds and got caught, and that there were no ballots or anything there yet. So they're doing everything they can to stigmatize the process. There are live cameras on everything. I, and they had some viewers, you know, there's thousands of people watching this stuff at home. This is real transparency. And somebody saw one of the workers bring a floppy drive onto the floor and stick it in the machine. Well, several people, there's a, if you're watching the cameras through the internet, and you see some mischief, you can send in, you, there's an alert system. And they sent in, and the tapes were found, and they re, re, were rewound, and the fellow was found, and he turns out to be perfectly legitimate. He's an IT guy. And he had a reason. He was carrying, you know, it was a specific. It was all kosher, but the system worked within 35 minutes. The fellow was identified. Everything was reviewed. He was identified. He was confronted, and it all was totally legit. So, to me, that's that works. Or somebody saw a blue pen on the first day, well, there aren't supposed to be blue pens because anywhere on the floor. And so, again, I think that got called in and the person, you know, the blue pen got taken, anyone else with a blue pen. So any, any startup, anytime you start up a process, there's going to be something like that. The other side makes this huge deal about it, leaving out the, the the backstory that these are actually trivial incidents that get correct. You know, and there's just a handful of them that got corrected immediately. The the floor is running beautifully, I'm told. The actual process and everything, everything. You know, you also start off slow, and then as you settle into it, people get better and better, and the thing starts picking up. So it's moving faster and faster, as my understanding. And they're also moving to de- they they very quickly imaged all the hard drives, so they were able to return all the machines early on. Um, so everything is a, there's a there's I don't know the details, but there's a template that the that the guys running the audit, the the cyber ninja group agreed to with the Senate and. And they're just going through that in a methodical way. It looks like they're, I think I heard them say that they would be done by the end of June. I heard them say in a public cop, but there may be some chance it speeds up. There might be pieces done before then. Uh, and there's already such irregularities. There was what's happening right now, really this week, is the they were supposed the Maricopa County election people were supposed to appear on Tuesday and, and ask answer questions to the Senate. And on Monday they had a press conference of their own and where they threw a hissy fit and they raised some objections that I have to say sounded like they might be interesting or compelling. Um, you know, they said, we did, these people say they didn't, we, we didn't supply an audit trail. Well, we did supply the audit trail. It's right there's a, well, it's things like that, but, On Tuesday, they didn't show up, but the auditors showed up in front of the Senate and they answered what the county had said on the previous day. And it's clear the county is in misdirection. mode. They are flailing and they're in absolute misdirection. So, for example, the county did provide a a trail, a chain of custody covering from when it left, you know, from when it was in the Maricopa County Election Board. To it getting moved over to the stadium, but the entire consolidation of everything from the precincts and the districts and everything like that up, up, how the stuff got there and the drop boxes, how it all got to the Maricopa County Election Board, they have not provided that documentation, which well, is of course really important. Well, um, that's the I,
2: I have to tell you something. Tons of tons of what you were just saying was being typed into one of the groups. So right right now as you're speaking, I've got. People on the back end of the internet, the Freenet and the Tor network, asking a ton of questions about the elections. But then Twitch, that has over 4,300, wants you to circle back to FEMA camps. So hold on a second, guys. Let's just stick to the elections for a second. So here's what. Here's a question. Tori told us you're not part of Cyber Ninjas, Right. Correct. Um, so why are why am I hearing that you're part of Cyber Ninjas? This question was posted by four different users on four different back-end platforms. Next question was, Tori no, told us not. that Cyber Ninjas are independent of Patrick Byrne, but are they independent from General Flynn too? Tori says they were, that they're completely independent contractors, 100%, 100%. but 100%. other people are saying otherwise. Can Patrick nope. Byrne clarify? So can you clarify if they're linked to you or General Flynn?
1: No, 100%. Not. I'll walk through it. My book describes how before the election, I fell in with a group of dolphin speakers and technical people and such. And, uh, And then the election, and then in the weeks and months after the election, more showed up. In that process, say in December or January, I crossed paths with a guy named Doug Logan. I met him, we shook hands, we had a couple minute conversation, so on and so forth. That's all I ever, uh, that's it. I never paid him or anything like that. However, somewhere in those months. So I use terms like geeks and dolphin speakers to refer to technical people because they like to get together and they squeak to each other in language that no one else understands, like TCP IP on the NSF mount,
2: <laughs>
1: you know? And so that, I call that dolphin speak and, and the, the rest of us humans sit around and just wait it out patiently. Well, I, another hurt term I heard bandied in that time was cyber ninja, and I thought it was another term like dolphin speaker, and I started using it interchangeably with dolphin speaker, just right. to be in another. I call myself same. a cyber ninja too. Yeah, I, mean, I know yeah. You do. And I and I, when, even when I wrote my book, I dedicated it to the cyber ninjas, and that was February. I at no point at that time I was not aware that there was actually a company somewhere called cyber ninjas. And that that fellow whom I had shaken hands with on a few different occasions, I sat with him once and talked for five minutes and understood his story. Uh, told him a joke uh, that I that and I, I realized he was a guy doing it for entirely the right reasons. Like me, it, he's not. He's doing it just because he thinks our country's under assault and this is the end of our country. Mm-hmm. And it's not that he's some big Trumpian, but he's a huge fan of democracy and a huge fan of you know elections. And I did not pick him up at all as even a, I mean, he, like me, we joked about one of the things we joked that if this had been the next day, if we'd woke up on November 4th and this had happened to Biden, we'd have both been knocking on the door of the Democratic Party. So he's that kind of a guy. He's just straight up. He's a, I also like to say of technologists, you know, how do you tell when you're, how can you tell when you're speaking with an extroverted software engineer? You ever heard this one?
2: no go tell me that's cuz he's the
1: one who looks at the other f- person's shoes as he speaks <laughs>
2: oh <laughs> as no as opposed to a normal
1: software engineer who just looks <laughs> right. at his own shoes right so he's a he's a he's an extroverted software engineer to that extent but he's a he's just a quiet guy who does application security and that means they look in the actual lines of code and you know this is not an audit like any other audit where they're just you know turning machine on as they hold a couple buttons down and it comes up and says internal test complete machine runs fine
2: yeah they're, no, looking they're at checking pace. the t- the testing that is done that says it's complete
1: they're yeah. looking
2: at everything but the thing they're is looking at
1: lines of code and that's what he's so i want to emphasize i have nothing to do with him i've never paid him nothing like that i've only crossed paths them two or three times he is not When I speak of cyber ninjas and dolphin speakers and such in my book, I'm not even thinking of him. I'm not including him. But he was just one of those people who can't, I never met him until well after the election, but he was one of those technologists who kind of swarmed in and started crossing paths with me.
2: Right, so basically what the media is trying to do here, right, because I refer to myself as a cyber ninja. I actually think I have a t-shirt that I gave one of my daughters that had a ninja that was, uh, the knife was filled with code, right? So right? it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's an older one. And it's like math is hard, so don't code, right? And that was to like, it was slaying, you know, fruity people. It's it's really not politically correct. But anyway, I, you know, we refer to people that know how to, you know, manipulate code and, and, and crack systems as cyber ninjas. Um, so now what the media is trying to do is take those words, which are how we dub others in that field and say because a company is named cyber ninja that they're actually not partisan they're part of your group or they're tying into general flynn or even president trump so that way they can debunk the audit that's basically their game plan here that's what they're doing am i wrong they're trying to use words to to try to discredit it and tie the cyber ninjas group to you
1: that's their ploy. Is that what they're doing? I, I I'm not keeping so. up. I don't pay attention to the news. I mean, I this is I'm, what they're saying I'm in the background. Living, are uh, they, I'm too yeah. busy living it to write to, to read anything about it. Are they connecting me and saying that I'm behind cyber ninjas or something?
2: Right. Yeah. Well, that's just what's so dumb. But here's another thing. I have A guy other... from the
1: Daily Beast. This guy from the Daily Beast. Oh, my God. And Will the...
2: Somner. Let me tell you something. This guy, just say the word Q, the letter Q, and he'll start foaming at the mouth.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. How does he feel about Blue Anon?
2: Oh, my gosh. He just doesn't like any. I've heard like this any...
1: conspiracy called Blue Anon. Oh, there my a gosh. a bunch of Democrats <laughs> who trying to sell sell a theory that there's – they're trying to sell a conspiracy theory to the world called uh, – they're the Blue Anon group.
2: Oh, my gosh. Just tell him Q. Say, if if you ask him a question, you know, just be like, Q told me that's all you have to do, and he'll break out and have seizures and spas. The guy is crazy. He's
1: gonna be listening yeah. to this. I've I warned know him. he is.
2: He watches. He watches and he listens, dude. Buzzfeed. Let me tell you something. Buzzfeed was on my on my show because they're the ones that reported that. Oh, we found Joe Biden's Venmo in like five seconds, and it was private. And it's like, N- no, you didn't, because. I showed all the interactions that Hunter Biden, Sarah Biden, Joe Biden, and Jim Biden did with their Venmo. So it's not really private, but they locked it down. And what they wanted to do was they created the story that it's locked down. Don't worry, but it only took them 10 minutes to find it. That's because it was on my show, by the way, I was showing the QR code. I was even salty saying PayPal and Venmo banned me. So now I can't even send a dollar to the president or (laughs) or Hunter and Say you guys suck. You know, I can't even send them one just to laugh. And um, suddenly they create this narrative saying stuff like, oh, we found it and it's locked down to squash the stories that are going to come out of it. Because that stuff is in Hunter Biden's laptop. Right, where yeah. Joe Biden's venmoing him money um, to buy things, and then he set, spends it on crack and whores. You know, that's that's a story right there. Look, the Joe Biden. Is... Yeah, Joe Biden just sent his son twelve hundred dollars, and ten minutes later, he paid this chick for services at Plum Island in Massachusetts. You know, and then bought himself some crack with it too. Like, that's a big. Story. That's a story. right?
1: I thought Plum Island was in Long Island. <laughs> There's two of they them. Anthrax, There's
2: so. two too. there's a Plum Island that's the Plum Island that they're moving into Kansas dude copy Th- that's the one but Plum Island open mouth
1: disease right in the of yeah
2: in the middle of Cows, Of course, sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? And then there's Plum Island in Massachusetts, where every year dead women turn up and no one's talking about it. And it's the playground of Democrat senators and even Hunter Biden and that creepy psychiatrist. But no one's looking into that. It's just like, I think the local news there have stopped reporting on the dead women washing up on shore. Right. Um, Because it happens almost every year. But anyway, let me just stick with the elections a bit. Everyone's like driving me nuts with FEMA. They said um why did they say that they didn't want to give the routers no the 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 question that i have for patrick is they said they didn't have the passwords but they also said that there was a lot of personal identifying information and personal health information of voters on the routers is that true why would such information be on a router and even if they didn't have the passwords why didn't you guys just crack them
1: well lots of things for one thing uh, lots of good questions there. So the routers, they are denying, turning over the routers and that's because they're hiding something. And I think what they're hiding is how many, we know how one of the elements of the, so there's a cocktail of cheating, uh, and the cocktail was mixed differently in, in each of the six States, but it was the same cocktail and, uh, of elements. And one of those elements is a cipher attack. Vote flipping, but it turns out the cyber attack is not sophisticated man-in-the-middle, packet switching, packet sniffing, blah blah blah, deep inspection kind of stuff. It is, it is something more. Anyway, it was more basic than that, and how it was done uh, would be shown if we showed that okay, when somebody came through, when this administrator at this at this uh, when this administrator an administrator came in and moved some votes at, you know, eleven seventeen, And by checking through the router, we see that so-called administrator actually was coming in from Xi'an. Uh, that would be quite a, a, an important thing to know. That's why they can't turn over routers, that, and other things like that. There's all kinds of people, I think, uh, logging on with credentials that aren't theirs. And so that we'd be able to see that in the routers. The, the myth, it's actually kind of a confession for them to say, that that information from the voters is in the routers. When it shouldn't
2: it, be, right? Is
1: acknowledging that they've been saying the whole time, no, 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 these things don't connect to the internet. Well, if they don't connect to the internet, how is the, the special voting data, how is it in the routers? Yeah, like, and how is, is the, personal it, health specific.
2: information there? Sound yeah, like a data so heist. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, why don't we just get our hands on it? I mean, we can pop, uh, You give well, I'm not going to say that, But I'm pretty sure we know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone someone that can crack that in a heartbeat. Yeah, but they won't turn the...
1: Well, they... And the passwords, that's another thing. They don't have them. (laughs) They say, we don't have them. Dominion has them. And so, first of all, that puts the lie to something else they said. They said that they had an... They they ran their own audit in February of these machines. And the audit showed there was... Well, uh, showed everything was okay. Well, they... That... (laughs) okay, so how did they run that audit? You must have given them the passwords. And they say, no, we didn't give that group the passwords. Uh, well, if they didn't have the passwords, there's no way their audit counts for shit if they weren't able to inspect. Exactly, exactly. So, that, so there's, they've just thrown out the validity of their own August from their own uh, audit from February. In addition, they're also acknowledging that dominion has the that dominion has the passwords if they had the passwords they were administrating the system well this is is turning up all over the country by the way this turned up somewhere else
2: it's in ohio Uh, too i have some sources that have been working on the ens and dominion machines here and uh yesterday while i was in route to this little little city called minot north Dakota, i know they were like yo we got it they they don't have the passwords either in Ohio because uh, it was run right. Yeah, it's the same, hacker, it's the same company. EN, yep. ENS, I, what I wanted to show was E S N S and Dominion don't so have private the passwords. Yeah, are they actually have
1: it. in the background. Man- not the county election officials who mm-hmm. are voted in and hired to do the work, but the actual management of the election is being done by these companies. And we're not being told that they're, yeah, and they're
2: foreigners it. too. And they're foreigners. So that's even and funnier. They're, right. Yeah, They're,
1: they're <laughs> lying. They have been lying to us about it. Now in this password snafu, they've had to reveal, but if they don't have the passwords, that's because Dominion has them. That's because Dominion is actually behind the scenes managing all this equipment. Which tells me, and you know, you, you can go on the social media. We have media. no control
2: over our elections. Uh, go on, and go on the social
1: media, do. some of these Antifa goons. And they're like, and they're, they're some of these Dominion goons, they're like Antifa. They're hate group kind of guys. Yeah, so, they're nuts. Yeah, so it's a, it's a. we've, I mean. Aren't they in contempt
2: of court though right now? Because even a user um, that broke from the FEMA chat in Twitch said, they're in contempt of court for not turning over the routers, yet no one arrests them.
1: Yeah. Well, what they need to do, the Senate needs to audit. Uh, to the Senate needs to subpoena them. Well, why can't you guys just
2: tap the sheriffs? They're above everybody. They're above the sh- local police. The sh-
1: except the sheriff is a George Soros elected. Sheriff.
2: Oh, so he's oh excellent. So
1: now there's a movement to get him recalled. Turns out you can recall a sheriff yeah, in Arizona.
2: Of course, These guys.
1: This they played the long game. They played the long game. They have their own sheriff. Yeah, they have just like George Soros has these DAs, like who want the you know who are just but in. So LA do we and, need
2: help on that? I mean, I'm pretty sure the the Arizona group here can get moving on this sheriff recall. I mean, what about the deputy sheriffs? Are they all corrupt? I mean, their sheriff is, they but they, all they take amongst them, the yeah, but. They they know that we're going to remove No, we're beating
1: there. We're getting there. Don't worry. We're four yards in a cloud of dust. Four yards in a cloud of dust. I like that. I thought that the fellows, when they testified on Tuesday, were too deferential. Instead of saying things like, oh, what was one point they raised that, uh, oh, here's a big one. There's cajillions of of replacement ballots that don't have a paper trail. So how it's supposed to work is if I feed your ballot into a machine and the machine r- rips it or something. So can't. I I get authority for a replacement ballot. I take your ballot, I record the six digit number on the side. I record, I think there's three other pieces of information I have to record about it, all onto to the replacement ballot. Then we use the replacement ballot. Well, guess what? There are there's mountains of replacement ballots in Arizona that don't have any corresponding ballot that they replace. In other words, they're just manufactured. So I, I think I may I may have this wrong. Don't quote me on this number, but mm-hmm. I may have heard that number's like a I, I may be mistaken. Don't quote me on that, but you should research that. You well, know, I don't know what Trump, well, what Biden won by in Arizona at 10,000, but if there's 112,000 ballots that are ha-
2: like that, yeah. that, and that's
1: just one, that's just one ingredient. That's just the sprinkle of cinnamon on top of the, uh, on top of the drink. Well, you know,
2: you know, you know I was actually thinking of, um, emailing, you know, uh, Garrison um, you know who makes the cartoons he needs to make a boat of the Democrat party and the rhinos and have holes in it where they're sinking, because they've got the elections, they've got the Nazism, then we've got Kamala Harris in bed with the cartels, but doesn't go to the border, like, what's that about, right? Um, because there's paper trail of her getting a ton of money as AG of California from the cartels. And, uh, you know, with these elections, they're pretending they're not, they don't exist, no one's talking about it, um, as if it's not going to change, right? It, it's like never-ending battle this is how the people feel and it's important that we clarify to them that there is um there are avenues and things that we are doing in order to ensure that we can fix this like you said the sheriff right so there's a recall movement on the sheriff um there's a lot of stuff we have on the actual people that ran the elections that is just i mean how were they there
1: well I think what what's going to happen is enough of this gets thrown into doubt that eventually enough states are going to pull their electoral votes and they they were just going to demand uh, that they retract. Well, we have to do votes. that before this and election, you, though, because it's oh, not no, going to change. Happen. I think that's going to happen. Happen in maybe.
2: August. It's going to yeah. be a red October, man. That's
1: going to be yeah. crazy. That's going to happen because there's more and more. You know, I'm in touch with very well. I'm in touch with people who are being contacted by other states, other counties. And other states saying we want to organize an audit too, and these are like these are senators and such, um, and attorney general, attorneys general, and things like that. So you know we this, so to do this kind of an audit, you know pe- these guys talk through their hats about well these guys aren't certified by the EAC. Well, that's ex- that's exactly right and good for it because I know we don't trust that entire team. That entire chain is getting audited, really, Mm -hmm. is what's going on, because they signed off on all this garbage.
2: And they fraudulently edited, you know, documentation, the EAC did, that is. But let me ask you something. In every election, there has to be a quorum in order for it to stick, right? Uh, Let's pretend that we had elections in 2021 now coming up in November and less than a third of the country turned up. Would that nullify I mean, if they don't fix it and and everybody decides, that's the question that I have. There's got to be something that says, you know, what if only 10 percent, because that's about how much 20 percent voted for clowns like Biden. But what if everyone said, you know what, we're not sending ballots. We're not going to vote because we don't trust the machines.
1: That's a terrible idea. That's a
2: terrible
1: idea. Because half of of people – Like Republicans would follow that and half wouldn't, and then the Republicans get crushed and the Democrats get to say, "Oh, exactly, the Republicans don't organize like the left." The Republicans,
2: yeah, the Republicans don't organize like the left. That's what you're saying, because if it was on a Democrat side, they would all abstain from voting, but on the right, people would still do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. We Mm -hmm. don't want to abstain from. However, I think you're going to see this summer enough breaking out that there start being public movements in America to pull their electoral votes. And once enough have been pulled, if the state legislatures do that, then people, you know, if he drops below 270, then we're in a situation where there is no president who had, who has a majority of electoral votes. Now, can that be done retroactively? I don't know, but it's the kind of thing the Supreme court will have to take up. But if the Supreme court punts on this, if they punt on this, then, then, you know, at the end of the day, it's at the end of the day, we can't win if if there's not any set of conditions that will make the Supreme Court say, okay, this is offensive to the Constitution.
2: Right. Well, you know, I, I hear a lot. Well, there's no precedent. It's like, yeah, but so because it never happened before, we don't examine it. I mean, when people make that argument, I'm like, what? How is that even okay? If something's never happened, we're not going to examine it. I mean, it should always be examined, and I, I believe that the Supreme Court of the United States has an obligation to ensure that uh, we are able to exercise our First Amendment, which is our voice, which is our vote. And by telling us that it's not something that they want to examine, indicates that they do not support the First Amendment, and and that's a that's a that's a big big stick for a lot of people right there people don't like that uh, let me ask you a question so arizona your are you, everything's sealed this week what's next
1: uh monday it opens up again they continue and what will monday what will monday be the 23rd or something mm-hmm. 24th. it opens up again as i 24th, recall yeah and they start continuing and then they're just going to continue for weeks, but they're, they're still, you know, they haven't taken this week off. There's all kinds of work. I think that they're doing behind the scenes and they've got the computer images that are being exploited and things like that. One thing that got released in one of those, I think Senate president, Karen Fanning's letter to fans letter to the Maricopa was the adjudication rate. Did you see that what the adjudication rate was in her letter? No. I think she said it was 12%. Oh, yeah, America. that
2: they adjudicated. Yes, 12%. You, I think I saw that um, on your Telegram.
1: So that's 230,000 votes out of 2.1 million. Hmm.
2: Uh, that seems that's, odd. That's really weird.
1: How many of those do you think adjudicated to Biden? I'd love to know that. What is the kind of things that they're going to What if it's be getting
2: like 100% up? to Biden?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's, yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. I mean, that's what you would expect. They're not apologetic about it. They're not talking about it. And all my listeners will say, last year in February, after the, um, the uh, uh, address, the State of the Union that President Trump had, I told everyone, this year the elections are not going to be called by any authority but the media. Remember that. And I kept telling them all year up until the elections. No one's going to call this election but the media. And if you speak and say or call the election beforehand, you will be punished. And then we saw that rhetoric start to come forward in like July and August. But they were like, you're not supposed to talk about elections. Because this is the way they operate. So they know that we know that they stole the elections. They know that they're dragging their feet. The question is... What are they dragging their feet? They, they can't stop what's coming, the inevitable, which you know, is the truth an comes
1: out. That I did not do – I just did an interview where I made – I ended the interview where I made the same point. The interview has not yet played, but it's going to play. And when it plays, I think you're going to be talking about a story. But I just did – and I'll, I'll alert you when it comes out. But that's how I ended. I told the other side, it's already lost. Yeah, you know, they do have. In, they do have information dominance, but the purpose of information dominance was to – uh purpose of information dominance was to to keep the truth from ever being able to be discovered the truth has been discovered there can be no legitimacy my book my book is out my book is out in multiple languages around the world now eight languages all of our nato all of our nato people they they can get the book in their languages and if they try to shut down they've tried to suppress it so much i'm on the point of just making it free electronically if they keep if, uh, but, it, you know, it shot to number 12 on Amazon in 24 hours before Amazon suppressed it. It's called the Deep Rig. Well, it's out there now in multiple languages. Uh, and they can never be in anything but illegitimate government. So the best thing they should be shooting for now, in, and what are they can do, have a civil war where even if they win... It's known that they were illegitimate. They stole this. How can they rule? So, what we need to be talking about is a peace and reconciliation commission. Going to have a full federal election, paper only, and in sixty days, run by the National Guard, and which keeps it local. And yeah, it's military, but we all trust it, and and we need that this time. Anyway, and we get we get the government we want, and in sixty days, we'd have the government that the people really want. And whatever it is, if that's Joe Biden, hey, I'll be the first to call him President Biden. It's but who, no one has any the, the idea. The election 2020 has zero reliability. No one can has any idea what really happened. It, but with all this kind of craziness going on, and twenty and thirteen, twelve percent adjudication rates, and I mean, and ballots. Right. I, yeah, so doing... basically,
2: what you're saying is, 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 it's inevitable. Like the truth comes up. Yeah, it's like poop. Head. It floats to the top of the water at some point. It's not and what gonna are they going to do? So there's, what there's do they
1: do? Sixty-four percent of Americans already say cheating played a significant or very significant role.
2: Right, but what so, do they do? What do and do they? And that's going do? up,
1: and that's going up. So, what are they going to do? Declare right. all of us domestic terrorists? Domestic what are they going to? That's like what
2: I'm saying. Like right now, they have all of these things that are happening. I want people to understand this. The, you're, they're they're giving you all this fear porn right now. But in the end, they're the ones that are boxed in. What's CNN going to say? What's MSDNC going to say? What is ABC going to say? What is the New York Times going to say? What is What are they all going to say? What is the AP going to say aside from, hey, not only do we call the elections, but we're the headquarters of Hamas. Like, what are they going to say? How are they going to respond to... You have no power over us anymore. Your information obfuscation plan doesn't work.
1: You're they toast. Lost. They lost. They lost. They've got to lose information now, right. the information war. Right. They've is, lost I'm, it. I'm, they already did lose it because yeah. of the work of your grassroots people and all this stuff that's been stitched together. It's already been lost. No one buys it anymore. It's kind of silly. When I have to deal with people who are like, well, how do you know it? It's just gotten kind of silly. Uh, I mean, it's like being in a zoo to me when I'm with somebody who's like, no, I'm not, a, you know, it's well, like it, you know, being in a zoo and visiting some weird life form.
2: Look, they're pulling all the stops because there was an article that went out um, that I saw today and I was reading it. It's quite lengthy. I'm going to text it to you. Um, it's by Newsweek. I don't know if you, you saw the Newsweek article talking about, you know, people that don't exist. Um, the article clearly writes out that there's a, a community. I'm sending it to you via text I, now. Did you? I've read it. That, so the question is, why now? I mean, obviously they said that they had all these FOIA requests to do, but now they're putting out forward to understand that there's a lot of Americans that are your average... Donut maker, you know, chicken and rice cart guy in New York, teachers, interns that all have fake personas, you know, to continue uh, operating, right? So this is is a big deal that they talk about the secret lives of, you know, Americans that have sacrificed their real lives, right, to put forward. Obviously, there's a lot missing there because in this day and age, kind of like it clearly depicts. You know, not everyone goes around wearing silicone hands and and contacts for irises, right? That's shit you see in the movies. What they do is they intertwine real life and fake life, so that way they can push it forward, right? We're not talking about um, OCONUS operations like off, you know, outside of the continental United States, but we're talking continental United States. So now they've also given information to the people. This is this is pretty important, where they tell people that there's people within the United States that are not who they say they are because they're operatives. So, you know, for me, combined with the fact that they've lost putting all this information out... You know, and showing how people can wear, you know, masks and silicone hands and you would never know. It's a it's a really big deal. Don't you think that they just come out with this secret undercover army that they apparently said are all special ops? Because when people think special ops, they think like really fit people, right? But they're not all fit, you know. What do you have to say to that for them coming out with that stuff like right now? The timing. To... Decrease the know. trust of the Pentagon yeah. and the DIA.
1: I don't know if the Pentagon's going to go along with what they want. They have a, you know, they have, they have the top brass. They have salted with uh, some people who might not remember know the Constitution. If it walked up and kicked them in the knee, right? But the people through the rank and files and the officer and the NCO class, they know it. So they've started this 90-day review, and they're going to look at everybody's social media, and in 90 days, they're going to try to kick, kick a bunch of people out of the military, or mm-hmm. maybe you just think you kick half a dozen out, and that sends the signal. But then you think you have a military that's going to fire on your civilians. What happens when the, this is all – This is all. as, as Arizona is going to be multiplied by 10, that's where we'll be, or at least by five, that's where we'll be in another couple months. Arizona times five. And these guys are all lying. I released on an Ann Vandersteel show a week ago what they did in, well, in, we know of one county in Georgia, and I'm not naming the county, but where they, they uh, erased a database. And I knew about the stuff in Ohio, you just mentioned that there was a, did you know, I forget if you mentioned this, that there was actually a Dominion guy, senior guy, like, Took a leave of absence or something. and He was actually running the the. Ohio yeah, I, I know. It's Don't, all kinds of craziness. Like, why do you somebody, think just, Dominion
2: has been? Their law firm has been sending me a bunch of letters. I've actually blocked their emails now.
1: Hey, no, I'm that's tired good, of reading it. You should. Uh, is it some guy and somebody in Virginia sent me like a 19 page letter? I think uh, some some one of the lawyers. I think that that's good. I think we all get to sue because it turns out that it's illegal. Well, anyway, it uh, we're going to have a lawsuit against them when uh, <clears throat> for doing that, all of us who got those letters, by the way. Yeah, so. you know
2: what sucks? That Dominion, the company that ran the elections, is part of Dominion Enterprises. And what really sucks is can we sue a foreign corporation for a subsidiary of theirs – that has caused us harm if they liquidate it that's these are all questions that we should have but anyway because I see a lot of movements that they're doing overseas in regards to their actions and partnerships which indicate that they know they already lost because we haven't heard much from Dominion I mean they're not even in the news anymore and their lawyers have you know they're just constantly asking me to remove an article from 2019 and it was like nobody even knew your company's name then why are you so salty Um,
1: you know uh, you know there's a hell of a by the way there's a hell of a little video that went up recently up on Rumble i forget who put it up it may have been sydney over at dtr but it's a it was a cnn story from some years ago obviously about smartmatic and its origin and the in with hugo chavez and the 2004 referendum uh that and the, 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 there's a beautiful little CNN piece about it, and you can go find it on Rumble, DTR. That's yeah, well, it. we
2: sold them that equipment from Florida. You know, it was actually um, uh, Obama's former national security advisor, General Jones, that did that deal. We sold them that material, those those machines. Those were our first-run machines. We sold it to the Venezuelans
1: you know, for like pennies
2: on the dollar, because we got newer ones.
1: So So, what's going on is you're going to see some, I want to tell your viewers, your, your listeners, you're going to see some lawsuits filed at the Supreme Court, and they can't turn these all down. And some of them demand injunctive relief and all kind of TRI. Anyway, and I don't, I mean, the data is just getting there. It's getting there in a way that they're not going to be able to push back. However, unlike Trump, who, while he had every reason to invoke that executive order of 2018 and Obama's of 2015 and take a tiny step of just going in and looking at the ballot boxes in the six counties, even though that's, uh, he didn't take that. And if he had done that, he would have been branded as as some sort of coup monger what's going to happen is once they realize i'm afraid that these guys at the end of the day they've worked 100 years at getting total power like this they're not going to give it up so we have a video emerge tomorrow of kamala harris and joe biden plotting you know a week before the election plotting the deep rig and we could have that video emerge tomorrow tomorrow and still the the left isn't going. to they yeah they're, they're not they're, it's the ring of power from lord of the rings they, they won't talk suble. about it.
2: They won't suble. talk about it. No, they, 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 this is what their job is. Their job is to obfuscate the news. Uh, they, you know, they know that they work for the highest bidder, and right now the highest bidder is broke. I mean, I don't even know how the New York Times puts news out. They're so in the red. Like if if we decided that we wanted to buy them, we could. Like they're so bad, no one will underwrite another loan. And it's It's New York Times. They're so they've they just got a big fat loan. They're on the chopping block. I hear from my back channels from M&A guys that they're being sold. And uh, watch this. I'm pretty sure that AT&T is going to be the one that's going to come in and take them.
1: They have so polluted their brand in the last 10 years.
2: such a monopoly. It's been years since I read it.
1: It's so horrible, that paper. It's I mean, actually, when you're away from controversial subjects, there's good writing, but it's so illiterate so economically illiterate i can't even it's like read the people's daily well yeah
2: like there 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 are culture sections or here's a great yeah. restaurant or writing stories about that are warm hearted different things maybe uh, stuff like about animal planet right those are great but when we go into politics and current events it's all bs it's all fabricated they invent news i mean this whole rumor of russia paying taliban to kill americans came from the new york times yeah. it wasn't even intelligence they invented the news just to, and they're the they're the New York Times reporter. Who the heck is the New York Times? Are they in Afghanistan? Are they under Molly Fee's skirt? Because she was the one that was there, right? Catherine nope. Fee. She, For some insane reason, Pompeo decides to take her after she fucked shit up in Sudan to send her in to Afghanistan with the most liberal, progressive delegation you've ever seen in your life. Like, why would you do that? why would you do that that's um, that's hmm. like suicide and then you have the new york times giving you fake stories with molly fee there it's like what uh, okay now we're listen, asking listen,
1: for it. listen let me do something else let me make one more plug before i slip off gracefully we started as you know the america project and i have to be careful cuz i can't take credit for things and this and that. And i don't want to take credit for things i'm just an eminence grease but uh, and we are we on the on the one hand Tori you can vouch because you know that a not insignificant fraction of what's bubbling up and percolating up is ultimately due to the kind of background activities in which we are involved mm-hmm. in helping nurture and feed and this this fire and get it going on the other hand they're not the things that we always want to take credit for but uh but people can know if you and but you can know mike flynn okay I, i'm not we haven't formally announced it yet but i'll let you know that mike flynn is uh involved with the america project and but i'm not saying more beyond beyond that right now and so it's it's how we're going to save america how mike flynn and I are going to save america is uh basically in the, and it's for people who don't see what kills me is i meet all these people who say they want to push back they don't know how these goons have wrapped it it's like a jujitsu match they have it so you don't even know how to fight back well if you're one of those people Send ten bucks to the America project,
2: yeah. Definitely. I'm not doing it
1: to get rich. I've spent five and a half million of my own money. I would I'm now covering all the operating costs of this project, but every so every dollar you send is going towards good things. Hey, did you see that? Well, I don't want to name the kind of things we're doing. but let's talk about some other things. Did you happen to see any any interesting rallies in Arizona of late?
2: Well, there have been, if you wait, just one second. So the America Project is the nonprofit that we're using in order to pursue and get things done.
1: And, it's election fraud. Right. It's COVID. It's lawfare. Excellent. It's-
2: and, and, and you know, I remember years ago, right, when in 2017, after they, you know, framed and put um, General Flynn in a box, I kept telling my audience, He's not going to be sentenced. There were people, well, he's being sentenced in March. And, you know, that previous November, I was like, he's never going to get sentenced. He's fine. Right? And it turns out he is fine. This man is a very humble and good man. And whatever lawfare and and project that he's behind, I'm good. Uh, sure. Only because they're forward. So anything that you can contribute um, – uh to that is great. But I also wanted to ask you a question. Right now, I know you're example, not related to the Cyber Ninjas, but is right, there any right way we can we are, fund we're funding, them? We're
1: funding. We're funding. We're funding. I've Interesting. sent a million and a half dollars myself to Arizona, and you and our our supporters at the America Project have I think sent a, have sent us a million, another million that we've sent on. So we are everything you're sending us now, we're it's the simplest way to send things to uh to help in Maricopa just send to the America Project. Every dollar is going to get that audit that audit is happening is is going to be uh you know we are very supportive of that of that audit and that's the highest priority right now well, and then I, there's other audits lining up behind it
2: yeah i just wanted to tell the people because people are scared i want them to understand that the sink the the boat of globalism is sinking they are grasping for straws. They've tried to open our borders. Now even the liberals are like, uh, no. They've locked us in our houses with COVID. And even the liberals are like, oh, that doesn't make sense. You're giving us free money. I think I want to sit and wait. Uh, they've uh, stolen elections and now everyone knows it. Uh, nobody trusts the media anymore. I mean, When's the last legal- time
1: you met somebody who doesn't believe the election was stolen?
2: I, I, I haven't. Even like... even liberals. I'm telling you, even liberals uh, like and I live in the only Democratic area of Ohio and they know that the election was stolen. Um, they know it was. Stolen. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say when I was flying the day before yesterday into Chicago, there was a massive CDC conference that I had no knowledge about in Ohio. Turns out the people that were sitting behind us and in front of me and my daughter were all talking about it. And they were all so pissed. This is the people are just gonna call us frauds. You know, he's this, he's that, we're putting masks, we're not putting masks. Now with this water issue, which, by the way, I was going to tell my audience, and you can hear it too, they said the water issue is a problem. Because if we tell people to boil the water and do all this nationwide, and then we tell them, oh no, you could drink it, it decreases confidence. I think this whole thing is to decrease confidence in our institutions. I mean, we have to be more careful. No, I'm telling you what the guys said. These are their officials. Right. These are CDC people that went to this conference and they were saying, I think that our heads are trying to confuse the public and decrease the confidence in our institutions.
1: Wow, they I know were that, saying that themselves.
2: Yeah, well, that's. I'm telling you, like the guy, one guy, the bigger guy, who I think runs this, uh, uh, the West, the Region Eight, right? He was Region Eight. He said, he was like, you know, when they sent me that document, I was thinking, I'm not distributing this information. I'm gonna sit and wait because we can't keep sending conflicting information. It makes us look like idiots, and so they're having infighting. So people need to understand. We already won. It's just a matter of time of them accepting their loss because there's no way they can recover from what has occurred. Um, let me ask you a, a question. So you the, the book, which by the way is awesome, and all Thank the you. links are uh, going into um, Telegram. Have you decided to do like any um, book tour or something like that, like to go out and talk to people about it? <laughs>
1: No, I'll do interviews. I'll do interviews. And anytime I do an interview in your show, it pops back up. I'll do interviews, but I've got too much going on for me to be. Uh, so just do the read the Deep Rig, and that was to save me having to go do a hundred speeches and book tours. So people should read the Deep Rig by Patrick Byrne.
2: Yeah, the Deep Rig is on Amazon. You guys can see it there. You can go to his website. There's also an ebook version too, right? Apple. That was the first one. Yeah.
1: Barnes and Noble, Apple, they all have it.
2: yeah. But what's it's, funny,
1: if you walk into a Barnes and Noble, into a store, they won't order it. They not only don't have it, they won't order it. And it's some, what I'd love people do is go into local bookstores and ask them to order the, the physical copy of the Deep Rig. So we had local bookstores calling up Ingram and getting that book ordered. So it's out there in bookstores. Okay, so you
2: promise not to laugh? So when I was at the promise. airport in Chicago, I had your book, and I have two of them. Uh And I was getting some magnets with Phoebe, and they had Michelle Obama's book (laughs) at the top. I took it down and put my own book, The Deep Rig, right there. Wow. So as we were checking out with the magnets, um, the person behind us that was looking at the chewing gum took your book to go buy it. (laughs) So I just left it. Phoebe was like, Mom, you forgot your book. I was like, no, let's just watch this train wreck happen. And the person was like – "Um." the price on here, it had like a suggested retail price or something. Right. And they just went with that. It wasn't even their book. It was mine. So it even has my notes on it too. So right. that was pretty, yeah, that was, I, I do things like that. Suggestive product placement, because people need to see these things and they need to be able to understand what's going on. But you know, it's like a subtle troll too, one book at a time. Um, so America Project, uh, dot org right? Is that dot, dot com, dot com. Dot com. Uh, it's not the .org. It it is it's a, a
1: nonprofit. Profit. It's nonprofit. Yeah, so it's americaproject.com And it's how Mike Flynn and I are gonna they, these suckers open up the fight. We thought they were our friends. They opened us up with a sucker punch, but it didn't knock us out. And we know jujitsu, and we're bringing. And if you want to be part of seeing new ninja, new ninja, <laughs>
2: new cyber ninja, new
1: jitsu. <laughs> we know new ninja and and jujitsu and. We're going to take them apart, and I see exactly how to do this. I really do have a we, well. I mean, I'm with some great colleagues who are super. Uh, we we see how to win this. We just need some ten bucks. Well, 10 yeah, bucks. that's I the thing. I don't. Have I'm, enough really, money to build I'm
2: really. I'm really proud. No, you are. You have you have put out a lot of your own money. So I'm actually glad that you created a you know a nonprofit because it isn't fair that you should bear the brunt. And, you know, nobody recognizes that. No, I'm saying, I'm telling you my opinion. I I have the
1: money to build the jet plane. I don't have the, I I don't have the money to to put all the fuel it's going to take. So just buy the fuel. We've already built the fighter jet. Just, if you want to help, just buy us fuel because we're going to (laughs) be, well, we are. Things that are going on now. Every, I wish I could say, it's more like, you know, Tori, you know know what we're involved in and the things everywhere we're involved uh, but it's often a behind-the-scenes kind of role. And, and, and that's just, why
2: we can't talk about it all. I, 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 I try to tell m- my audience, just because you don't see a lot doesn't mean nothing's happening. And for the Christians, you know, just because God hasn't given you an answer doesn't mean he's not doing work in the background too, right? Right. And so I've become quite fond
1: that. of the Christian community because I've realized it is in the Christian community that, this, that, that we become indefeatable because they already have they have the, the, I've been down on myself for a decade, two decades. How could have Americans so forgotten all the principles, all the principles that made it work and everything. They're so ignorant of it now. And that's why this fake history stuff gets Uh. promulgated. And yet, as I've been in the last six months around the diehard Christian community, I got to say, they get it. They get it. They know the constitution. They love the constitution. They also know that they're toast. If they're, they are, they are toast. And so, I've discovered there's 100 million Americans that I didn't know that were out there, but already get all this. And they're not going to let this happen. No, they
2: won't allow it. I mean, the people are tired of the fraud. They're tired of not being heard. And they're tired of the lack of transparency. That's the problem that we have, that there is no transparency. And transparency is key for everything. Um, Now, I'm being bashed up in the Twitch room you mentioned FEMA and they want us to circle back. So we've got like 10 minutes. I don't know how you want to take that FEMA thing. Cause everyone's like, don't let Patrick go until he addresses the FEMA comments.
1: Well, so. if they are really goons at the end, I'm what I'm hoping they're going to do. I've dropped some things out there that have not yet played, but you're going to hear in the days and weeks ahead, there are some f- bombs coming like you've never heard in your life. And, I did it to say we have won the information war. This is all exposed and it's exposed globally. My book is now available globally, electronically, and I've sent it electronically to other countries. So everyone we deal with, all of our NATO members, it's in all the NATO languages. It'll soon be in Russian and Chinese. So everyone we deal with globally will know the true backstory of Joe Biden in their own language. We'll be able to read. So this is a global information war and we've won it. And there's more coming out, all percolating up. This, this Maricopa bubble is one of a dozen that are turning, that are percolating in the, in the, in the swamp. And uh, they can't win the information war now. So what they need to do is... We need to get to this. Supreme Court's going to have to act. We're going to need a new election, and we're going to have a truth and reconciliation process. And I'm going to be the one arguing. No one has to go to prison.
2: Well, the the FEMA the FEMA thing is a question in regards to. Well, they won't do all that. Okay, they won't. But they want to, right?
1: They're going to have that choice, but their other choice is to go full on goon, to go full Hugo Chavez, and it's going to be either the choice I just laid out, or they're going to go Hugo Chavez. And FEMA built these camps that hold you know mm-hmm. tens of thousands of people. They're hidden away in different, and you know you can find them and. Uh, sometimes people take drones and fly over them, and the, the FEMA, and they're out there, and they're prepared for sort of millions of people being rounded up and put in. It's more like a POW. It's not prisons. They, they, to me, they look like POW kind of stuff.
2: Or maybe it could be the anti vaxxer camps. Yeah. You know? Well, good luck. Maybe good they luck can label kind of- people as such. You know, it's it seems that a lot of fear is being pushed by the left and an authoritarian hand. But, you know, those down. people
1: also, those people who have to do that actually all swore oaths to the Constitution and they all get it. The cops I know think this is know that this is an authoritarian coup. The people with their eyes open the military all get that this is an authoritarian coup. They're not they're they're leaning on reads that aren't going to support them. And as more right. and more. So this is my closing thought. America, we've always heard, we're the exceptional country. People have been doubting it for a couple of decades. This is wonderful. This is an opportunity. In crisis comes opportunity because we're going to get a chance to show the world why America is the exceptional country. Dozens of countries have gotten swallowed up by these kinds of authoritarian coups, and they rarely, if ever, come out, and generations go by. And we're going to show that we're exceptional because we are going to be one of the few companies that that jujitsu is our way out of it. And we're going to do it without firing a shot. And I see just how to do it. And anyone who... Fi- I got two people I don't want on my side. Anyone who wants violence and anything to do with white identitarianism.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a big no. Um, because that...
1: Turns off the other. Of me, what
2: but. we need to do is unite every American, unite but. every American to want to push forward and have transparency. Uh, that want you know peace. That they want to be just left alone. You want to do this with your life? Go ahead. You want to do this? Go ahead. Uh, no authoritarianism. No rules and regulations. No. The unvaccinated will pay the price. What does that even mean? You know, I couldn't even believe that they came out on CNN and said, take your vaccine and you can have all these freedoms. And it's like, didn't we have those freedoms anyway? Like, who says these things with a straight face in the United States of America? That stuff works in Venezuela, Russia, China, and even Europe. But that doesn't work in America. You don't tell a nation that was built by rebels Oh, you need to stay in line right now and but do what the government a, they've says. They've had a
1: generation or two of fake education and a government school system that has inculcated a bunch of the, uh, antipathy towards that American individualism. Well, so we have that to overcome. But we just have to remind them. We don't have to teach America. We just have to remind America of what she's about.
2: Yeah, well, th- indeed. Because the concern that I have the most is – This new theme that's coming around, and it sounds very eerily Chinese, which is re-education. I was... um At the airport in Cleveland, and uh, there were a couple of uh, TSA people speaking. And as they were having this pocket conversation, they said, yeah, there's like a re-education class that we're doing for this, 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 if we want to be permanent staff rather than contractors. And I was like, re-education. They're like, yeah, it's kind of like they send you away and they teach you things. And then I thought to myself, that word is, right? No, well, it's kind of like... It's becoming part of our language now. Like if they brought it down to the contractor level with federal agencies, right, that re-education is nothing but an educational thing. You know, that's what the Chinese did. At first they called it re-education. And then when they arrest someone, they're like, hey, you and this guy got in a fight. You either come out with the truth or we're going to have to put you into re-education for seven days. It's like re-education equals jail. Right. Like And these people are talking about it like there's no big well, deal. Well, no,
1: it's worse than jail. Reeducation also can be, You get, if you're Dung Xiaoping, you get rusticated was the word in English. Rusticated. You get rusticated. You get sent to a farm in Sichuan and you weed peas for seven years to wow. remind you not to be such a smarty pants intellectual. Wow. Hey, and I'm on the phone with 500,000 people, young ladies, so I think I can't, but let me mute. Stand by, Tori.
2: Yeah. Okay, so he muted us, guys. Uh, any other questions aside from the FEMA? We'll talk about that.
1: FEMA, let FEMA be meta- yeah. understood metaphorically. That's yeah, metaphorically. that's what. Yeah, I don't know if it's FEMA. I don't know this, but I don't. I don't think they're going to give up. They. I think it's their intention that if we start winning, they're going to go as far as they go and use as much force they're as they going to
2: They're going to come hard, yeah.
1: However, I think they're going to be mistaken because we win the information war. It's over for them. They've already reached their apogee. They're on the downslide and they know it yep. with each day. Seven, there's been a, a swing of three to seven points in our favor in the last month, frankly. I haven't released that data yet, but it's moving on. So they, they, they're they losing the information war. And all of this, all the Maricopas and Fultons and other and others to come, in Ohio's, and Wisconsin's, it just, it's just going to accelerate, so, I wanted to tell you, I
2: got messages from the Taiwan group that I have on the back end, some of them are actually in China, logging on to, and they listen, like, that's one of the biggest rooms I have, they said they're very grateful for the work that you are doing in America, in order to stop, because the buck stops with the United States, and if America doesn't win this, we all lose,
1: I, may I may I say something to your Taiwanese friends? Yeah. Okay. Well, and I'm Chinese. Chinese in Chinese or not?
2: Yeah, yeah, in Chinese. They, they're okay. Chinese. The majority of them are Chinese. Uh. I just say Taiwanese. So, if anyone in China is listening, they don't
1: look. <laughs> 对我的台湾老朋友们，谢谢你的思呃，谢谢你你刚刚送给我你的思想，我刚我我很谢谢。uh I her uh, so I so uh, so now they're
2: writing in Chinese characters, um all excited.
1: Lots of exclamation points. Tell them I uh, tell them uh, t- I've uh, w- And you got a lot of you w- w- Wani I you So I so anyway, i just let them know I visited Hala. them once and I <laughs> yeah. loved it. I had the greatest time and I loved Taiwan. It's a beautiful cause what I felt what I fell in love with China about was the Chinese culture. And as you know, the CCP sort of altered a lot of that. So if you really want to remember the real Chinese culture, it turns out you can still find it in Taiwan. So I love Taiwan.
2: I do too. And um, I, I want to tell you something in Chinese. Patrick, Wani. Oh, Did I
1: say well, that yeah, right? Oh. You said it right. Yeah. Okay. Learning, I, might get, but... I might get lucky. Thank you. <laughs> hey, people, in case you in don't know, joke. Tori... Tori is beautiful. I've met her in person. She is beautiful.
2: Oh, my God. But, but I have a – like they actually log on with VPNs to listen uh, because they, they uh, you know, they write – they talk amongst themselves obviously in Chinese. But when they want me to see something, they write in English and they just wanted to say thank you <clears throat> because they're really concerned that well, if very, America doesn't I'm... win, <laughs> everyone's going to lose. Um, well,
1: so. jujitsu is a funny thing. You know, these guys came up and smashed us in the side of the head with a bottle. They took us by surprise. I always kind of thought they were our friends. But, you know, we're not out. And I would say we've gotten off the floor. We've gotten off the floor. And they understand that they've got a fight on their hands. That's the point. That's where yeah. That's where I'd say now. They, they still have, you know, we're still bleeding and woozy. And they still have the upper hand. But they didn't think we'd get off the floor. And we got off the six months later. This is all supposed to have been normalized. This should all be normalized and it isn't normalizing. It isn't going away. So we've won the first part of the battle. We didn't get taken out and we got off the floor and we're facing off with them and they still have us, you know, they, we got it. We're bleeding over one eye and we're woozy and they're fresh. Right. but we were in the fight and they, they wanted to win without there being a fight. And there's, there's, and I'm speaking not of violence. And again, no one on my side, wants violence, and I mean it. I don't want anyone on my side who's looking for violence.
2: Same. Because I, I tell my people not to even go to rallies, honestly, because those can be infiltrated. There's so much we could do because we're so free on paper still that there is a ton of, the, of weapons, of legal cash that we can tap into. Lots of laws, putting them on their toes. You the know, rallies calling are coming them. back. Yeah, I know those are.
1: There was just a wonderful rally in Maricopa where Moms for America and Latinos for America went out and rallied. And you know what? A bunch of goon lefties showed where they're Antifa and a lefty Latino group who wants open borders. They had a rally and they got dwarfed and... And they looked – when they saw these Latino moms, 30- to 50-year-old moms, scolding them, you know, to go home and do their homework, these (laughs) latte boys all slunk away like little bitches, pardon me. Yes. uh, uh, Soy boys, dildo
2: waivers That's what they (laughs) are. (laughs)
1: Basically. There's a great – go on YouTube. You can look it up. Look up this – there's a beautiful two- or three-minute clip on YouTube, on Locals. I put on Locals, on Rumble of these Moms for America and Latinos for America Standing up for audit integrity, standing up for the audit, and these goons who showed up to protest what they call the fraudit, got got wow. got spanked and and walked off like and well, they spanked and disappeared. Yeah, there was an abuelita
2: that took a shoe off and threw like her slipper and she threw it at one of them. I saw some video clips of that stuff. Okay, that was definitely. fun. You should funny. you
1: should get that up. Just get that to all your people.
2: Yeah, I get should. Um, okay, so everybody, remember if you want to see. From Patrick's perspective and insight on what happened uh, through this election theft slash data heist, uh, that's my two cents. um, Get his book, The Deep Rig. Make sure that if you want to help out with all the audits, uh, Lawfare, because there's a lot of lawsuits being filed. Um, You know, obviously Patrick is able to front a lot, but we can also carry. I mean, one dollar from every single one of you right now is, wow. Um,
1: that makes a that, huge difference. That's like
2: $275 million. Uh, well. But with $1. Data. So we can do that with $1 um, help uh, because it's our nation and there's other people that are doing the work and, you know, help out with all the costs because I, I, I can't, I can't even fathom being able to shoulder this. Like, Patrick, I got to go fund me that happened for me to get a car and whatever was left over is being dumped to lawsuits because they're expensive. Like I didn't even realize retainers. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not on that level of lawsuits, but that's crazy stuff, right? It's not cheap. The
1: filings, the, the research and it's like, we're doing, and it's not just lawsuits. It's things mm -hmm. like we're supporting all kinds of activities that are going on all over. Even things as, well, well, I just, I'm just, i just not ever supposed to really say it, generally, but we're – so many of the things you read about, in one way or another, we are nurturing and breathing life into them or helping them, or giving them nutrients. So – and it's not a way that your listeners are going to be able to – they don't have the time or inclination or ability to go and figure that out themselves or how to do that. I've got a team of people around me who are a combination of dolphin speakers and – political hatchet you know throwers and high end lawyers and 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 we we're, we're putting to we've we we know the people out there to help and we're helping
2: Yeah, and you've got a great team, because I know the majority of your team, and Mm -hmm. I love them. And they they love you. I know. I love love them. them. I love them. And it's like, you know, um, it's so awesome, because everyone's from a different walk of life, and they have different skill sets. Not every dolphin speaker speaks at the same pitch, and um, it's just, it's really exciting. So, Patrick, thanks for joining me today. Everyone's enjoyed it. They really wanted to delve into the FEMA. They've been spoiled with a lot of misinformation that has been going on for the past four years with pocket, you know, podcasts that have started that take them down rabbit holes. Um, Rather than understand them, Is like you said, kind of more like prisoner of war camps. But
1: You'll have information in the next, you'll have information, well, Between, I think you're going to have information in the next week or two, maybe before Moral Day, maybe after. And in any case, I'd be prepared by that for Labor Day. I think this is all going to play out by Labor Day. And, but I think the other side's probably planning on they're starting to think in terms of if they can, they're going to go goon after Labor Day. Right. That's my fear. But we, right. we'll beat them before then. Well, we will beat we'll, them before we'll, them.
2: we'll hope so because they're already losing with Maxwell's documents coming out with all these people, um, with you know, with Epstein. We're talking Gates, Chrissy Teigen, all of them. It's pretty insane. Chrissy
1: Teigen. What was Chrissy Teigen involved in?
2: Chrissy Teigen was dropped from all her brands because she's named in the Maxwell documents. From what oh, I sorry. hear, what?
1: You've missed some episodes.
2: I'll fill you in on that next. Er When I come and see. Oh my gosh. I have to fill you in. This requires coffee, cigarettes, and chat. This is like spilling the tea stuff. But yeah, she's been disbranded by people uh, for her connections, Ohio's, and finally in the news because they're bringing up the whole Wexner pedophile right. stuff with Epstein. I mean, they have one of their their biggest hospital networks named after a prolific pedophile. Like, why would you do that? That's not a good idea. I'm sorry so, to
1: hear about Bill. Bill. Bill Gates is a friend of a friend, and what? And we don't
2: like. Well, I don't like Bill Gates.
1: Well, Bill Gates is Buffett's friend, and you know that Buffett is my great yeah, rabbi. I know, I
2: know. And I, know. And I
1: love Buffett, and I've, I've met Bill a couple times. I'm sorry that he and his—I mean, uh, my sorry—he was mom. on
2: the Epstein jet. Yeah. Oh. It's,
1: well, but anyway, it it's,
2: is weird, huh? But well, Bill—Bill Bill Gates is a smart guy. All right, he's very smart. He has no PhD and everything, but he's a doctor of everything, right?
1: Buffett says he's brilliant. I mean,
2: he is. Geniuses. See, the problem with people that are really smart is we can be great uh, you know, proponents into society. You can solve big problems, but once you taste the, the, the addictive poison of power, that can clearly change your endgame and how you see humanity. And this is going for many geniuses, even yourself. You found a way to make consumers to have access to goods a lot faster, simpler, and more streamlined. That was your contribution, ma- massive contribution, I might add, to the way retail in the cyberspace was done. Elon Musk, underground tunnels, you know, battery-operated cars, you know going to mars all these things are great but it's like when like every grassroots movement because that's a grassroots movement just like bill gates some at one point they lose that thing because they have other interests so that's where i sit on gates and buffett buffett was really happy with the shutdown of the pipeline he made a shit ton of money with the railways and cars now you know um but that that's how that's how i feel it's good when they stay on message and it sucks when they fall off that, you know, they, well, I think it's time to revisit why they started doing what they Everybody's doing.
1: human. Let's remember. Yeah. I'm going to close. I did a PhD in philosophy, as I've explained, because I had cancer in my twenties mm-hmm. and I was often out with all the uh, four fifths or 60% of where the grad students were females. And I discovered something funny uh, because when you're out with a group of females and you're a male And one is a male and you're out. And if there's three or four females, they kind of at some point start acting like they would act if there wasn't a guy at the table. And what I learned in those situations as a grad student is, you know, it may be hard for you to believe, Tori, but not all females are saints either. Some of them talk about sex and some of them say things like. We're
2: the worst. (laughs) I think we're the worst.
1: You actually are. My guys never say anything. Guys never say, I mean, guys say, yeah, I got laid. I was great. They don't say anything beyond that. Women. Locker sit, room talk.
2: Say, yeah. We're oh my bad. God. We're dirty. We're, and we can be worse than men. That's why I said I would never run for like office office. Cause I'd be getting me too from both sides. Right. <laughs> from <laughs> everywhere. They'd be like, wait a minute. Um, so I agree. Women.
1: Not to condone it. Not to condone it. But there's a little bit of the Scarlet Letter here. You know, Nathaniel Hawthorne put his finger on an aspect of American life. Remember in uh, Hester Prynne, the Scarlet Letter... It's a little village. The woman has a little girl out of wedlock. She won't say who the father is. She has to wear a, a red A for the rest of her life, so everybody remembers that she's the adulteress, and people shame her. And they're led by the town minister, who leads the town shaming. And she's shaming the rest of her life. And she and her little daughter go out their life. And it turns out at the end of the, of the uh, novel, who's the who's the father? You know, it's the town yeah. minister. Right. <laughs> it's, the town minister. it's an it's a streak in American life that the. You know look at these guys who go off anyway the, the, yeah so it's so just let's all remember everybody's human but okay. everybody
2: is human and we have to have faith in humanity um that we no matter be how far gone someone be may humans. seem uh there's always a chance for redemption Um, and that's 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 going back to the beginning okay patrick i can't wait to have you on next when we have stuff right after um labor day thank you so much for spending time with all of us um and they're all looking forward to you china says hey australia says hey and um we've got two listeners from um antarctica today too that say hey
1: Right on. All right. Bye bye. No,
2: we appreciate you. Thanks, you Patrick. Too. You
1: too, Tori. You're really a great American. Bye-bye. Much love. Bye.
2: Okay, guys. So that was Patrick Byrne. Um, we should talk about FEMA camp. We should. But um, not today. So. I really enjoyed my talk with Patrick. Uh, even though I had technical difficulties, um, it kind of worked out regardless. And I'm kind of glad that he got to speak in the beginning without me interjecting because I was talking to myself like, no. Um, he's a really good guy and it you know he's taking a really big burden and carrying a really big cross uh, um, for what needs to be done in our nation. There are very few people that would do it because you have to think about it. And I want you to use this perspective. The globalists have definitely lost. I want you to see it. Okay? They have no floor to stand on, they're hanging by a thread. The only thing they have is the mainstream media pushing stories. And that's what they are stories. Make believe, once upon a time, no facts. They're running far from facts. They don't want to touch anything that's real. They don't want anyone talking about it. They don't want anyone mentioning anything that's real. It's coming down and the people are rising up. I want you to envision it like a floor. You are coming up and they are going down. They're done. And it's not one reason as to why this is happening. It's because the nation has risen up. People have come up and stood up and remembered how this nation was built. And that nation was built on the principles of freedom and self governance. We are rebels, we are the revolution, standing together, organized. In this revolutionary movement. We are the storm. This is the storm. Do you get it? That's what I told you. The last time I was on. You were the plan. You are the storm. And storm stands for standing together. Organizing this revolutionary movement. We got it. We got it. And the the whole world is watching us. I can't tell you. Just how many back-end little groups I have on the dark web that watch, I call it dark web, but it's really not, that watch and listen to us, that are from other nations, that have no hope, and they can't believe the things that Americans are saying. They're saying, you're in America. You have all the power to fix this, and you are not. What are you doing? What you need to understand is that Literally, nothing can stop what's coming. They have nowhere to hide. They have nowhere to go. They can delay all they want. But the question that one should ask is, why are they delaying the inevitable? What hallelujah moment do they think they are going to have. That's the thing. What hallelujah moment can they have? And I want you to think about that for tomorrow because I'm going to bring to you a couple of plausible situations of what they can possibly wait for as a hallelujah to help them. You have to think about it. You know you're stuck, you know you're toast. You know the people know. You know it's going to come out. You're just delaying the inevitable. You're pushing on it as far. No one's listening to you anymore. Everyone's ignoring, even those that your subordinates are not listening to you. What do you do? You pray. To who? For what? What can happen? What can happen? Think about it. What can happen that can work in their favor? That they get away with this. That's what you have to think about. What is it that can happen that will let them get away with this? Because there's no way out. There's no way out. No one's ever going to turn on CNN again. They can't, they, they, they could hardly recover from the Russia hooks where people stop listening. Right? So imagine this. You saw what happened in, in, in between Israel and Palestine. You saw the headquarters of Hamas. Where was it? Associated Press. What did I tell you before that happened? Funny how the Associated Press and all these journalists are there with all the digging Hamas terrorists getting weapons oh they won't be able to recover from this one so what is it aside from the wars that they're trying to start that can make all of this go away because if they start a war they can't focus on us and the war that's impossible look at what they're doing the strange things they're doing what are they holding out for i've never seen a government so adamant to vaccinate people so adamant to vaccinate people they lost the mask war for now Because they're hoping for something else. Remember, watch the money. We'll talk about that tomorrow. On that note, we all know they can't cancel truth. So we're going to end it with Tom McDonald's canceled. And for those of you on Twitch, we'll raid. Oops, no we're not. Give me a second. No, we're not playing this yet. Give me a second. I have to make sure that it's on there. Give me a sec. There we go. Okay, let's get this going. Let me get this going for you. Here we go. There's no
0: way that you can stop me. I'm fully independent. There's no label who can drop me. Y'all been starting rumors. Let me help you with some. Yeah. He's a racist. He's a sexist. He's in love with Donald Trump. Y'all can't cancel me. My life is scandal free. There ain't no sponsors taking losses cause the brand is me My hands are clean, my family and my fans agree Y'all can't cancel me for facts because you're mad and weak Go ahead and tell the world I'm ugly and racist I braid my hair and I don't care about cultural appropriation I moved to the ghetto, lived in the ghetto, there's no Caucasians And still I loved every single one of my neighbors How's a man say I'm clickbait? If he gonna use this face to get clicks on his page Y'all hypocrites, I'm made but I ain't tripping about these bullies, it ain't 6th grade Go ahead and diss me trying to sell a couple mixtapes I'm not afraid, take my face and my name Paste it on the front page I'm already famous and you'll never change it By hating or claiming you'll take it away My grind, wicked right, my rhyme's different You could try to quantify fine limits as a dying gimmick And denying winning, this is pure fire. this ain't white privilege I do what I want, get all the Gucci and Louis Vuitton Out of my closet, out of my crib, I do not want it That is for kids, that is for rappers who ask you to produce their beats for free Pretending I mine like they rich I am not playing it safe. I said what I said. It is what it is. I don't care if you mad at me, okay? Go ahead and change the channel. No wasting time trying to cancel me. They love me cause they know that I'm it. A... Say what you want. I guess it is what it is. Haters can talk, but they can't cancel the kid. Go ahead and go on. Try and say this is it. But I swear to God.